cliffcentral.com. What's going on, George? Um, yeah, so do you know why car alarms go off? Have you ever had a car alarm, your car alarm, or any other person's car alarm go off as a result of a loud noise? Uh, yeah, it happens often in like big parking lots, and then everyone's car mm. alarm goes off. Why is that? Is it the shockwave? causes them to go off for just nothing, for just like no reason the car alarm goes off. Well, no, but obviously this is the reason, but it seems like there isn't one. There, there, a little known fact that uh, car alarms sensors are more than just motion sensors. People think that car alarms go off because there's a motion sensor inside the car. That's uh, actually not true. There are a range of uh, shock and impact sensors inside the car uh, that make the alarm go off if, um, if there's um, anything that creates vibration and sound creates vibration. So uh, that's why the car alarm goes off. Um, when there's a loud noise. Okay. So they they build these things into them, which is damned annoying because it means that you have to go through the trauma of an accident or an impact or something, and then you also have to be irritated by the wee, 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 that happens afterwards. It's great thinking. Yes, exactly, exactly. But is that a sound sensor or is it a motion sensor that gets triggered by a loud enough sound causing motion? Is it supposed to detect a loud noise or is it a byproduct of the vibration of a loud noise? I think it's a byproduct of the vibration of a loud noise. It's meant as a shock or impact sensor. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's my opinion. Didn't say that in the in the research that we did on this topic. I'm going to go and shout at cars in parking lots and see if I can make their alarm go off by like just yelling at them. Go with a pot and a pan and be like, yeah, this car's alarm sucks. Didn't pick that up at all. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, Gareth. Um, and uh, and I didn't I didn't say hello to Ben. How's it, Ben? Yeah, good, George. Um, I thought I, I thought you, when I saw you this morning when I when I tuned into the show I thought you were I thought you were like just woken up um, because you were so still you were just sitting there and Gareth was talking and you were just still he was probably bored he was probably bored with me you know Ben is useless at pretending he gives a shit about something when he really doesn't he's probably sitting there going oh well this guy just shut up <laughs> Gareth was was going on a bit but uh, thanks but George you were also bored was great. <laughs> um, talking talking about I, I went to Cape Town this week and uh, very quickly um, um, I, I remember I bought the, the that book of um, um, uh, Manda Tumalari, yeah 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 uh, leadership book yes, yeah. Yes, I so I started reading it on the airplane mm-hmm. and I, and I like, got to the second page and I was like this is a shit book why the hell am I reading this book um, and I carried on reading and carried on reading and then I realized that I was actually in the preface I wasn't in the book yet, um, you know, and the preface was going on and on and on. There was no, there was no value. But then when I got to chapter one um, and then I got to chapter two, there is actually quite a lot of value in that book. And it, uh, okay. and it brings it out quite early on. So, uh, All right. so really good book so far. Thank What's God. What's it called again there? Leadership. Is it, did you say the book's called Leadership or it's about no, it's leadership? It's called Clarity. It's called Clarity. Yeah, it's about Clarity. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm relieved about that because otherwise uh, I would have had you and Munda fighting about it. But all right, cool. <laughs> What else you got for us, George? No, I thought I mentioned a very good book. Um, um, so um, a car, right? Have you, have you ever had to have a very difficult conversation with somebody? A, a car turns out to be a very good place to have a difficult conversation. Because they can't escape? Well, I think it may be because they can't escape. But, um, you know, confrontation. And if they start beating the shit out of you, they will also get themselves killed. I, I once, there's one person in the world who's still alive purely because the shit they gave me was in a car while it was driving. I would have like beaten them to death otherwise. 
And it was like, well, if I do this, this person's driving, we'll both die, but it might be worth it. Sure. Must well, have really pissed you off. I, I, I agree with all of that. But, uh, but confrontation usually means that you've got to face the person. You've got to, you've got to make eye contact. Human behavior, you, you make eye contact when you confront. Yeah. Um, whereas with a car, you're actually side by side. So it creates less confrontation. So it, huh. it actually diffuses the conversation a little bit. Um, so that's one good reason why you should have difficult conversations in a car. And, uh, and then also, um, it can be more productive in a car because your secondary, uh, activity is having the conversation. Your primary activity is actually driving. Okay. Um, so therefore it further diffuses the, the confrontation that might occur. Ah, but wouldn't, so, wouldn't road rage up the ante? I mean, like if I'm arguing with someone and then someone's driving badly in front of me or someone puts on their brakes quickly. Very good point. Wouldn't that accelerate the problem uh, to use a... It's not not a calm environment. I'm not at my most rational and like at my most sort of discerning when I'm driving around and assholes are like doing... I'm the only person in the world. Everyone else is an NPC in a video game driving, which is most people. It's funny how people become different personalities when they get behind the wheel of a car. It, it, it fascinates me. That's why I drive electric, calms me down, I listen to serene music, and I control my emotions, as Ben was putting it earlier. You know, it, mm. uh, it's serenity. All right. Okay, well, interesting. So um, if you want to have an argument with someone, do it in the car, but not while the car is moving. Car. Whereas I am the shittest version of myself when I'm driving in any kind of 3.5 or, be- or, mo- or more traffic. Like, I like driving. I enjoy driving cars, but I hate driving. It, it, it like, makes me a misanthropist that, like, just wishes for a, a comet or a nuclear war because people are just so inconsiderate. I've come to realize that the exact same system of only I exist, I'll do what I want, everyone must get out of my way exists in public walking places everywhere in the world. But like everybody's like, I'm only not going to crash into you because I lose points. I'll have yeah. admin to do. Yeah. If I kill you, there might well, be I mean, a this court is, case. Uh, not because you might have a good right point. to avoid. You, you, you actually illustrate the point that the problem is people, not cars, because people will do the same yeah. stuff. I, lo- I enjoy driving a car if I can, if oh. I have room to actually go and it's a nice yeah. car, you know, bumper sure. to bumper traffic, doesn't matter if I'm in a Bugatti or a Rolls Royce, I'm going to hate that. But if I can chuck it around some corners, cars are fun, but people are just, everything that's wrong with humanity is on display in traffic. <laughs> Everyone's always first all the time because it's me. Yeah. Personalities change as you get into the car. So, uh, uh, onto, onto a more interesting topic. In England, you've been to England la- uh, lately, Gord. Um, in England, uh, something bizarre happened. This car thief, um, stole a Mitsubishi ASX, uh, which is an SUV. And, um, it wasn't the st- stealing of the car that, uh, that got him caught. Um, he's, in the same day that he stole the car, he didn't pay for petrol. He drove off. He didn't pay for petrol when he went to the filling station. So that was the reason the police were looking for him. So the police saw him go into this um, one house, and uh, they followed him into the house. And when they followed him to the house, started searching the house, couldn't find him. Hmm. Um, and when they couldn't find him, um, they suddenly heard uh, the teddy bear in the corner breathing. Oh, my God. And uh, he had... Uh, found this teddy bear, uh, cut a hole in the bottom, and climbed into the teddy bear as a hiding place. Jesus, okay. How massive was the teddy bear or how small was the dude? Well, there's the teddy bear on the screen uh, that he climbed into. Put that on he the must have been quite a small. Which, 
If that, like everything being proportionate, if that asshole of the teddy bear is big enough to get an adult human in, that has got to be a two-story teddy bear. It's pretty big. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at the guy's hand on the top, uh, it kind of gives you a little oh, bit shit. of a reference. It's the hand, okay. Oh, How wow. The, okay, no, that's a, that is a big-ass no, teddy bear. It's a very small man. But the teddy bear, if the hand is that big of an adult man, is still not big enough to fit a whole human. He probably put it on his head and then, like, the rest of him was out. <laughs> Don't know, but uh, uh, but this guy hid in the teddy bear and hmm. got caught. And, and the reason it was a was not hiding place because he got found. So. I agree. I agree. It was a really bad hiding place. Um, and then very finally, Gareth, uh, um, the grill on the front of a car. Yeah. Um, what is it used for? Traditionally, it's been used for um, airflow, cooling sure. down the engine inside the car. But it turns out that uh, the grill doesn't have to be this gaping hole in order to cool the car down. You actually only need a couple of slats in order to cool the radiator down behind the grill. Funny, that's, um, exactly, what the, that's exactly what they said about that teddy bear. It doesn't need to be a big gaping hole. It just needs a couple of slats removed, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Um, but it's, uh, it, it turns out that grills, like tail fins on cars, are actually quite a big feature when it comes to how people select their ah, car. Okay. It's all in the looks. Because it looks cool. I always thought it was mostly a design cool. element. Like they need a few holes, so then that gives them a reason to put a little designy thing at the front. It's definitely a design element. And uh, apparently people are attracted to cars that have grills that are big. Look at the look at the Aston Martin. Look at the BMW, the latest BMW. The grill's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But that's actually an aesthetic feature that people are attracted to. Hmm. All right. Very good. So now we know that that's also just uh, marketing, really. That's all it is. Yeah. It's another another aspect. Yeah, except of marketing. when you when you get to electric cars, you don't need the grill at so, all. Uh, at all. You know, in the Tesla, there's no grill. Well, uh, George, I, I remember the interesting thing about the Tesla when I was away because there were so many of them, and you see them every single day. They're actually hugely ugly cars. Like if you see one in isolation, like wow, this is amazing! It's so futuristic. But you see them; they start to look like electric Almiras when you see them all day, every day. Yeah, it's almost like the um, uh, the the Hyundai Elantra. I think it was. You know, when they first came out, they were cool, but then they were everywhere. Yeah, um, and then it That's becomes true. like uncool. It's like oh, just another bloody lantra. Yeah. Uh, listen, you lot, we're out of time. Thank you for a lovely Friday morning, Gord, Ben, and Go- uh, I almost said Gorge, Borge, uh, Gorge, George. We will see you <laughs> next week. Have an excellent week, everybody, and we'll catch up uh, again Good very soon. See you, my dudes. Very soon. Bye, everybody. Cheers, Happy everyone. weekend. Friday it up. Happy weekend. Peace out. Cheers, everyone. Bye, bye. Cliffcentral.com.